welcome to the Let's Scare My Girlfriend to Death podcast. I'm your co-host, Josh. And I'm your co-host, the girlfriend, Cindy. Hey, welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast where a couple break down horror movies thematically by month. I am the titular girlfriend, Cindy. I'm Josh. He is always trying to kill me with these damn movies. The murderer. The theme this month is uh, wrong house. You picked the wrong house. You picked the wrong house. And uh, last, last week, what was the name of what we watched last week? Uh, wait Until Dark. Wait Until Dark with Audrey Hepburn. This week, we are watching... Don't breathe. Don't breathe. I know what just... Oh, that's Don't Speak. Wrong. This movie may do it. Got that wrong. It may do what? This movie may scare the shit out of you. God damn it. When did this movie come out? Uh, Hello, 2016. Fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. How long is From it? 1967 to 2016. When? Um, this movie is one hour and 28 minutes long. I have... There's like a sweet spot, right? Like some movies, the shorter they are, the more terrifying. They remember REC? Is that what it was called? Wreck? Wreck? Yeah. Oh, it was short and terrifying. Well, get ready for another short and terrifying God damn it. All right. Um, Here we go. So what do you remember about 2016? We were alive for that. (laughs) We were alive for that? Unlike last week's episode. Yeah. Um, Was that the beginning of the Trump presidency? Uh, This year he won. Mm. It was year he won, yeah. It's great. That's what I it remember. All, it all came up fucking aces after that. Yeah, not a problem for anything. Uh, oh, Lord. Um, so we met in 2017. No? 2018. 2018, mm-hmm. yeah. Not bad with During math. the strike. Bad with math. 2018. Um, 2016. Okay. That was the Zika <laughs> virus outbreak happened that year. Remember they're like, the mosquitoes are going to have babies born with weird heads. Oh my gosh, I do actually, I do. And we were like, oh, nothing will ever be crazier than this. I was going to say, remember th- that Wait mild pandemic? for four pandemic? fucking years. Uh, Obama visited Cuba. Yeah, and then that quickly stopped. The Panama Papers were published. Yeah. And then that was quickly stopped. Yep. Like, well, we can't stop rich stop, people from stop, hiding stop. money. Uh, fuck rich people. Yeah. Uh, Beyonce released Lemonade. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Experience. I'm just gonna say R.I.P. for Harambe. Oh God! Teaching middle school during the Harambe time was insane. But go ahead, middle school um, boys are dumb. The Pulse nightclub shooting. Gosh, yeah, that was fucking terrible. Uh, Pokemon Go was released. That was a fun time for people. The last VCR was manufactured. Oh, that's not a fun time for people. Cubs won the World Series. Okay, and Trump won the presidency. It was like. Hell Weird froze time. over. The Cubs won the World Series. They stopped making VCRs. Trump won the presidency. It was just bad. It was just utter chaos. Um, yeah, that was the. I didn't have anyone that was born that year. Thank God. <laughs> we're still um, a little too, unless you know. But people child that actors. we lost that year were Alan Rickman, Gene Wilder, Carrie Fisher, Debbie Reynolds, David Bowie, <sighs> and George Michael. Lost a lot of good ones We've that year. Done a lot of movies from this year. There yeah. was something about 2016 that was like. We what got if a lot we just to say. dropped horror bangers left and right that year? We've got a lot to say. Um, so a few movies that came out that year were 10 Cloverfield Lane, which we've done. We have. Uh, the Big Short, Creed, The Witch, which we've done. We've done that. Green Room, which we've done. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spotlight, which I feel like should be a horror movie. Remember that was a movie where it was like a movie about the Boston Globe being like, priests are having sex with kids. Oh, yeah. Well. I saw that in the theater. No, honey, that's just reality. I saw that movie in the theater. 
It was a bummer. Yeah. It was a you, very big... Speaking of Mark Ruffalo from last... We mentioned... We had Mark Ruffalo talk last week. Last, um, oh, he's in that movie. Yeah. Uh, the Revenant, which we'll probably do. The Hateful Eight, Captain America Civil War, Hell or High Water, Arrival, Hunt for the Wilder People. I love that movie. Right? Uh, Lights Out, which we will definitely do at mm. some point. That movie is goddamn... Terrifying. Gonna fuck you up. Uh, and Purge Election Year. We watch that. So there you go. 2016. 2016. In a nutshell. That's why we've talked about this year so much. We've talked about a lot of those movies. Yep. Um, so, like I said, Don't Breathe. It's rated R. It's an hour and 28 minutes long. It was released August 26th, 2016, right around my birthday. Okay. Uh, it's directed by Fetty Alvarez. Uh, he's a Uruguayan filmmaker who has a bananas story. He basically, like, made some shorts and came to America had some meetings, ran into Sam Raimi, I believe, in a bathroom, <laughs> gave him okay. a copy of his shorts, got to make the 2013 Evil Dead remake. Oh, so that like, is boom. a crazy story. And then after that, they were like, what do you want to do? Like, Sam Raimi's going to produce your next movie. And he was like, this movie. And everyone was like... So if you remember the 2013 Evil Dead movie mm-hmm. with the Mia character where it's like the blood rain and all that yes. shit. Um, that guy made this movie. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Uh, he this, also did the Girl in the Spider's Web movie, the mm-hmm. sequel to the the Fincher directed uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo that no one saw. Uh, mm-hmm. It's written by Fetty Alvarez and uh, Rodo Siaguas. I'm so bad with Spanish names. Sorry. Siaguas, who co wrote Evil Dead 2013, and then he would go on to write Evil Don't Breathe 2. There's a sequel to this movie, which I can't fucking believe. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, it has several producers because it's a modern movie. Um, yeah. But amongst them are Sam Raimi, who's the director of Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness, Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, um, and Drag Me to Hell, which we've covered. Yes. Uh, and his longtime producing partner, Rob Tappert, who basically produced every Raimi film, and together they produced Hard Target with Van Damme. Time Cop with Van Damme, okay. uh, Hercules, The Show, okay. Xena Warrior Princess, um, The Grudge, 30 Days of Night, Evil Dead 2013, Crawl, and 65, the movie where Adam Driver fights dinosaurs from a spaceship. Wow. Um, they're just dropping Wait. bangers, just dropping bangers. Wow. I watched that on a plane, and my dad was like... Is he fighting dinosaurs? I was like, yeah, this movie's fucking ridiculous. He was like, give me some headsets I want to watch. This has made the flight to L.A. way more manageable. Um, so there you go. Okay. That's who made this fucking movie. Um, All okay. right. The cast playing, spoiler alert, the blind man. Okay. Is Stephen Lang. Uh, he was in Manhunter in 1986. He was in Gettysburg, Tombstone. Is he really blind in real life? No. Okay. Uh, he's an Avatar. He's the bad guy in Avatar. 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 Uh, he's the lead in VFW. He's also the bad guy in Avatar The Way of Water. Okay. Um, Stephen Langs was one of those dudes Been that was everything. like fourth or fifth on the call sheet for like 20 years. Yeah. And then someone was like, James. Cam- it was James Cameron was like, hey, you want to be the fucking bad guy in this? He was like, sure. Like he was always kind of like a slimy, like shitty, like dickhead character Gross. and everything. Like, you know, oh. I need someone to play like a shitty journalist 
or I need you someone to play of, like a fucking look. sniveling bad guy who's like the third or fourth ranked bad guy in like the group that Kurt Russell's gonna fight. Like, That's him. It was Stephen Lang, and then he did Avatar. He was the big bad guy in Avatar, and then after that, he did like career resurgence. Where wow. he, I love dudes that have like careers. Just gotta hang in there. Hit late. Because they're like really a really good at their job and b like super cool and appreciative. They're like, I was oh, say yeah. appreciate like, it. Yeah, man, I was like eighth on the call sheet for twenty years, and now I'm fucking like the lead of the movie. It's a nice feeling. Um. So yes, Stephen Lang, tip my hat to you, sir. Tip. We tip our tip of the hat um, to Stephen Lang, everyone. <laughs> now speaking of Evil Dead 2013. Okay. Uh, Jane Levy plays Rocky. She was oh, okay. Mia, the the lead. Of the 2013 Evil Dead movie. Okay. Um, she was also in a show on like ABC called Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. It was like one of those like From fun a... half hour like ABC shows. Based on where a movie. She yeah. like walk around and like he- heard music that played. Oh, while I she do did remember things. that. I never yes. saw it, but I remember seeing like trailer or like trailer shit. Com- commercials. Commercials. Tra- trailers. TV trailers. Yeah, TV trailers. Uh, watching like commercials for it and being like, oh, that's shit, that's Rocky from Don't Breathe. Um, <laughs> she's got her own little ABC show. Uh, and then we've got Dylan Minnette okay. as Alex. He was Ralph Dover in Prisoners. He was uh, Wolverine's son in the movie Prisoners. Okay. The one that didn't disappear. Okay. The, the child that didn't disappear, yeah. He's in the Goosebump show. Uh, Daniel Zavato plays a character named Money. Which is funny because I actually know a human being in real life that we call money. Okay. Um, he was in It Follows. He was lived across the street and he had that car and then the monster made itself look like his mom oh. and then electricity fucked him to death. Right. Oh, God. Yeah. There okay. you go. He's also in Station Eleven. Uh, so, yeah. That's Don't Breathe. That's don't breathe. His Oof. mom, electricity fucked him to death. Well, it wasn't. Really and It Follows I story. Mean, Okay. All right. So, is this the part of the podcast where mm-hmm. uh, Josh shows me an original poster from the movie and I try to determine its plot? All right. I almost said for its fo- it follows. Here we go. Don't breathe. One of the most relentless horror movies in recent memory from the creator of Evil Dead. So it's a woman with her hands on her hand with hands over her mouth. Not her nose, over her mouth, like to not scream. So I'm going to say, I don't know, uh, somebody is attacking and kind of like that one movie with Sandra Bullock where like you can't speak in this one. Bird Box? Yeah, Bird Box. It's, no, you can't look. That's right, you can't look. In this one, you can't speak. And uh, not even, like, it was so quiet, like, don't even breathe. He could hear you. Uh, well, no? that last little bit you're right about. Uh, so the tagline for this movie is, this house looked like an easy target until they found what was inside. Oh, okay. So now I'm going to, uh, I forgot. Okay. Last house. So I'm going to say that this is, they try to take advantage of like a blind person and they're going to like rob the guy's house, but the guy has been like prepping for this his whole life. And so he traps them in the house and like slowly kills them all. I mean... You got half the movie. Dang! <laughs> I forgot the I forgot the theme of the month. I've got to keep the theme of the month uh, in head. Okay, where can we watch this? Um, this is a movie that you probably own a Blu-ray for. Like this movie has been, it's 
It's one of those, like, it got released as, like, a studio Blu-ray, and it was $5 forever, so I'm sure, like, most people just have a copy of this rolling around somewhere. Um, I, it's on Amazon. I don't know if you got to rent it or not. I know we have a copy of the Blu-ray, because, like I said, it was, like, $5. This movie is worth significantly more than that. This movie fucking rules. Um, so, yeah. Rent it or dust off a DVD or a Blu-ray. It's worth a watch. All right. <laughs> well, join us, won't you? Mind the doors. Your lips look sore. That's how you're making your cash out there? <laughs> what do you say you and I move away from mom together? It's a promise. You're leaving? Yeah, as soon as I have the money. When are you coming back? Never. Yo. I got our ticket out of here. Rumor is this guy is sitting on at least 300K. Boom! That's our guy. Wait, is he blind? We messed up to rob a blind guy, isn't it? Just because he's blind don't mean he's insane, bro. Guys, money's probably in there. there stay right there how many of you are there hey man all right just let me go please okay We watched Don't Breathe, uh, a movie that genuinely had me on edge. This movie took some turns, y'all. God damn. I <laughs> was not ready. Yeah. That's, I, that's how I'm going to finish that. I, I was sometimes not watch movies and then I kind of turn my head a little sideways so I can watch your reaction. And the entire time you were just like. You're so sweet. Like eyes wide. Um. Especially like the first big twist on, I don't know. I guess the first big, the first big twist is like he's blind. Well, but I knew that going in. But yeah, but, yeah. Well, let's uh, do the general summation okay, so we so, can walk through this thing real fast. Uh, three broke down teenagers in broke down Detroit <laughs> uh, are <laughs> working the law to do petty crime to raise money to leave 
bullshit Detroit when they stumble upon a blinded veteran with a dead daughter and an axe to grind. <laughs> they fucked with the wrong house. Boy, howdy. Wrong house, motherfucker. Yeah, that's genuinely what happens. And then, what do I say? Then shit gets real. Shit explodes. What, what shit is goes the, down. What is the shit? Go ahead and spoil it real fast. Okay, so these are big, 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 big spoilers. Because I get that they... It's almost like they try to psych you out. Like, oh, here's the twist. He's blind. Motherfucker, he has a girl chained up in the basement. <laughs> so this whole time, um, they're trying to get out of the house because it's Detroit. So he has like a million locks on all the doors. And they're trying to get out without letting him know that he that they're there. Whatever. And then so they go into the basement to come up through the, you know, old timey cellar door that goes out back. And he has the girl. So his daughter... 20 years ago? 30 years ago? What'd they say? Anyway. No, like, like a year ago. No, his daughter was killed. Yeah, like it's been within a year or two. Okay. I thought it had been like a few years. Um, his daughter was killed and that's how he got all this money that he keeps in cash. I don't know how they would know that, but whatever. Um, and he keeps the girl who was behind the wheel of the car crash that killed his daughter chained up in his basement Oh, wait, that's not even the worst turn. So that's a turn. And that is a terrifying turn. Um, turns out he like freaks the fuck out because he accidentally shoots her because he's blind. Anywho, uh, turns out bitch was pregnant with his baby. And you're like, oh, my God. No, no, no. Takes another turn. He never forced himself on her. Absolutely not. This is not a sex thing. She took his daughter or his child so he was artificially inseminating her until she got pregnant. And he promised her, and he's a man of his honor, that he that after she gave birth to the child, she could have her life back. And it's like, what? How what? would that have gone? What? How There's so many gone? things wrong with this. So many things wrong with it. That is rape, number one. Uh, whether you know, I never forced myself on her. You're putting something inside someone without their, like, I, I call like when you force kiss somebody like, oh, you know, you face rape somebody like you don't put, you don't get to put your fingers in my mouth or anything like that. That's disgusting. Anywho. I mean, um, taking away someone's autonomy is yeah. wrong. So period. he, uh, but how, how do you think he thought that was going to play out? Well, in nine months when she has a baby. In the house? I guess. And he just um, cuts her loose? Right. Uh, how, first off, there's, having a baby is such a delicate situation. Like, it's so mysterious and strange. And, you know, we're in the 21st century and there's so many shit that we don't know about how a human is created. That, like, what was he doing? Was he just artificially inseminating her every single day? And does that mean that she was having a period? Was he helping her clean up after that? Was he tracking her moon cycle? Like, what the fuck? And then he was, art- like, he had a whole setup, like, where he was artificially inseminating her. I'm sorry, moon cycle? <laughs> that's, yeah, it's, you know, your birth. That, that uh, Not birth. That's how your, that's how the menstruation works. Um, Based on the moon? Yeah, it can be. It can be, yeah, actually. <laughs> it's weird. The best thing about being a it's woman. Like a werewolf thing? The, the best thing about being a woman is hanging out and suddenly you all sync up 
and it's like a weird thing. Like I know people know about mm. that, but we don't talk about it enough. It's I amazing feel and weird. Like Shania Twain would disagree feel with you. Fair. Anywho, <laughs> so like that's his whole plan, and when he accidentally kills her, then there's another turn where he no longer one of the three hoodlums is a girl. He's like, no, now you're gonna be the one to give me a kid. Like what? Uh, it's just there's a lot of turns, a lot of spoilers that are now spoiled. Oh, this was a movie. Yeah. Um, yes. So there are, like you said, the three hoodlums. Yeah. Um, it's very, <laughs> it's worth noting that there's no real good person in this movie. Like everyone in this movie is shades of not great. Right. Yeah. Like we are meant to sympathize, empathize with our three leads. So the movie ends. But they are thieves. Yeah. The movie ends with um, everybody but the one girl, but the girl being killed. She gets out um, with the cash and she uh, is taking her little sister because there's, you know, there's little glimpses of their home life and it's a nightmare. Um, And she's leaving with her sister for California. Like they're going to go start a new life with all this money. And then while they're leaving, they find out that he did not die. He was just <clears throat> injured. And they're, everybody's like writing it off as like, Oh, this poor veteran was tor- like tortured by these teens, not by, you know, not what was really fucking going on. And like, that's how the movie ends. And so you're supposed to be like, okay, well at least she got away with the little girl. Like, did she, or is he going to now go after her mom? And is she going to be able to, like, I get you have a million dollars in cash. I don't think, But are you going to be able to get an apartment in fucking L.A. in California? I don't think that that's she wild. would care if he went after her mom. That's fine. That's like, fair. I don't, I don't know how he would find her. But, There's like, a million dollars does with. not go as far as you think in California. I mean, Do you know what I mean? as far as you think in West Virginia. Fair. I mean, it's, but, like... Because I, I was sitting there doing them, I'm like, all right. So they pack all, they pack up everything. Or but they don't. They, that's what they don't. They just leave two plane tickets. But let's say two thousand dollars, maybe less. But I would think you know Michigan to California, maybe fifteen hundred dollars. Get there, taxis. Where are they gonna go? Hotel. Got to like all that money will go fast. I mean, if you buy like a little house, right, and that's out of the way, you don't have to pay. Like a Maybe? monthly rent or a monthly like house payment, you just buy a house. Just buy it outright. I think you could just work a job and be fine. We'll see, right? But they have. I mean, like they have to but buy like, and furnish a home. We don't have to worry about it because there's a sequel to this movie, and it has nothing to do with this movie with um, that girl oh. and her sister. Uh, I have not watched it. I know what it's about. Um, essentially, I know people that saw it and they told me. And I was like, I don't want to see him as a good guy. Like, No, he's a bad guy. You don't guy. get a redemption after what you did. Right. So I there's a Don't Breathe too. Um, I have no interest in watching it. Yeah, I'm with um, you on that. I, I, to me, I don't know. It's just this is such an interesting like. It took turns and turns and turns. It, it was shot really interestingly. And here's the thing, like, interesting, yeah. As fucked up as that world is, mm-hmm. it feels real. Because oh, because it it's is real. Very much the world that I work in. Regularly. That's what I mean. Like that. What? Right. Like, there's this idea. No, of, in like, fact, at no point did I think like this is this is too far. <laughs> there's not really. It was like, oh, this makes sense. You know, when you work with like at-risk youth and you know, traumatized and generational uh, uh, poverty Second, families and third communities. Generation poverty um 
there's a lot of like shitty coping skills, mm-hmm. right? And the idea of you have a girl who is just stealing to make money, and then her mom just assumes she's blowing dudes for money and just laughs about it, uh, and it's just like, <laughs> you're a whore. Like that's something I encounter all the Buy time. Buy me a pizza. Like I worked with a kid who had a her cousin was murdered recently Mm -hmm. and she like came out of the house because her dad made her go to school the next day after the murder and she had like flip-flops on and he was like you look like a holler whore because she had on flip-flops and she's like that's what i need to hear today yeah (laughs) like that's what we're all upset about we're all mad about me dressing we are really terrible sometimes to the people around us um and the people especially in grief yeah i have like no coping skills and no ability yep. to like and it's not even like a thing of it's generational because yeah it's generational but i think we put a lot of this stuff on like oh like you have a happy childhood like if you're fucking poor yeah right like every day's a scramble to just make enough money to get by like Fact. you know who has to be the most exhausted people on the planet homeless people oh for sure like you never have a fucking moment where you're like not figuring out your next move what you're gonna do where you're gonna be safe like the poorer you are the harder fucking life is Mm -hmm. and like it's so interesting to me that you have these three characters who seem to come from different backgrounds probably grew up together have this connection they're all thieves for various reasons um and then they're the main characters and then we are instantly on their side because the the people they encounter are just so much fucking worse than them. But, well, yeah, um, yeah. But this, there's also like, yeah, he's so much fucking worse than him. But that's also a commentary on our judicial system. It's also a commentary on how we treat our veterans. It's also a commentary on how we've let Detroit go. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's layers to this movie of like, this is a mentally broken man. And knowing our VA system, it's like, yeah, 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 he totally is. Like, this is, that's how, that's why it was so realistic. This is what Detroit is like. This is genuinely what it looks like, not even from 1998, from ni- from 2018. Yeah. Like, it's well, gotten I mean, so it's, much it's worse. It's gotten worse. Like, it wasn't that bad in 98. So That's what I mean. Like, not just the, from then, like, just from just realist, five years ago, it's gotten worse. The realist line in this movie is whenever he's, like, the main character rocking, when he's going to, like, shoot the turkey baster of, like, <laughs> semen. reheated semen into her. Yeah. There you go. That happens. That's a sentence that just left my mouth. That happens, that happens. He's talking about the girl mm-hmm. that he, you know, she, like, she was going to give me a baby. And he's like, you know, she'd killed my daughter, but rich girls don't go to prison. Yep. And it's like. True. You could have just said rich people don't go to prison. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, you live in a country where you, if you have enough money, you can literally get away with anything. Mm-hmm. Um, like, this is a girl who. I can't, I believe she was drunk. There was something, and she hit, she hit his daughter with like a car. But she was found not liable. And then it's like, oh, well, I mean, they paid him off. Like, here's your money. Like, sorry, this happened. Yeah, 100%. And then everyone just kind of like left him. And the, and like, I think the house and the neighborhood is uh, emblematic of like where he is in his life. He's like this, yeah. you know. Isolated meager existence well but like from the outside the house is nice right but the neighborhood is falling apart yeah like when you see him other than being blind he's in really good shape he's very like on top of things he's super fucking dangerous 
but he's crazy. Yeah. Right? Like, he's unable to cope with he is the a, loss of his daughter. He he's has... vengeful. He, he went to Iraq, and uh, he said it was shrapnel. Grenade shrapnel. A grenade shrapnel. So, like, he's been injured. He's been traumatized. He's got, po- he's got PTSD. He has a daughter who's passed away. Something happened to the wife. Like, his... You know, and Detroit really is, like, an... Like, each house is an island. And he's, like, left alone in this neighborhood yes. where there's no one left but him. Yep. And it's... That's... Not only is that his neighborhood experience, that his that's his entire life experience, mm-hmm. is he's left all alone. It's just him and this dog, right? Yep. And then I'm not saying he's not a terrible person. He like, is. He's a fucking monster. He does monstrous shit. Mm-hmm. He kidnaps that girl. He fills her up with a turkey <laughs> baster full of semen. Yeah. Makes her have with a, you know. Seed. He's terrible. He does all these things. But, like, I mean, up until... The girl shows up in the basement. Yep, you're one. You're on his side, hundred percent. I mean, I'm not on his side necessarily, but mm. I was at first. The law is. Yeah. Well, yeah, and so there's, you know, there's a dude, a dork, and a dame. That's kind of what you need to be successful in things, right? So you've got the hoodlum guy that I kept calling Kevin Federline. Um, his name is Money. Yes. And his bitch. Uh, Rocky and then her friend was Alex and Alex was like the dork he was like all right we keep it under 10,000 under like he was like the the brains of it all he's like that way it's not it's petty theft it's like it's no big deal they seem to keep him around because his dad works for the alarm company right a lot of people use so he has keys to all the houses Mm -hmm. and he knows the codes to turn off the alarms allegedly so well he's the one that like does all that and knows all that right but he's not the one who comes out when they at the end again spoiler when they call the cops it's not his dad who comes out it's a cop no but so it's very weird dad would be the one that like installed the alarm system but why do you honestly think the guy who installs the alarm system is comes to your house whenever your house gets robbed why would he have a key to my house then i've I don't know. Exactly. Like, I, I assumed it was like he was more like security than like security system. He was like, oh, no, I'm like the security guard for these neighborhoods. Like, you pay him. There's like an alarm system. And like, he monitored. Oh, wait, no, they didn't have a key to his. No, no, no. They didn't have a key. For the one house they did. The opening one. For the cold open, they had a key. It was probably, they, he was probably monitoring the house. Well, whatever. Like, it's weird. But like, he knows the codes to all the houses. Yeah, that is houses, true. Right. And he has, and he has the alarm like, thing. Beep, beep. That could turn them on and off. Beep, beep. It's like that's a thing. So, but I mean, it's yeah. this movie's very much like forget the blonde guy for a second. The three leads, right? Dude, Dork Dame. It's Rocky, who's the girl, and then Dame. she's with two dudes. Yep. And she's it, the heart. It's like the thing that you see in cartoons all the time. That's what I mean. With like, like an angel and a devil on your shoulder. Well, it, it's like I mean, like the dude, Dork, and a Dame is like the formula of you've got she's the heart. And she's like the sympathetic character. The dork is like lovable, but brains. And he doesn't have any feeling into it. He's all just like, no, this is good. This is bad. And then there's like the loose cannon. Charlie. Yep, Charlie Day. You have the the loose cannon. But you know what I mean? And like, if you think about that, like radio DJs, movies, TV shows, like that combination of three, it works out really well. Well, yes, but there's also like the, you know, the main character is clearly Rocky. Right. And then she's got an angel and devil on her shoulder. And they're both, you know, Alex is being like, we should go. 
And money's like, that's my mm-hmm. bitch. You could do fucking money. And like when they show them a lot of times in like a shot where they're all three in it, mm-hmm. usually she'll be in the middle and then over her left shoulder or to her left will be money. And to oh, her that's right true. Will be Alex. That is true. She is so, center frame a lot. It's very much like this thing of um, you have two people telling you what to do and they're both giving you advice. Whose advice do you take? And the one with logic or the one with heart? And Money's this he he's like David. this thing, this this type of dude who's like the hardest guy in school, probably, but he's not hard for real life. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. got dread. He's a, it's, a, it's a character type. It's like um in Panic Room, it's the Jared Leto character. It's like I've got cornrows. In the nineties we I've listened them, like, to rap. Yeah. I'm tough as shit. Yeah. And then the minute they experience like something in the real world that's like no i'm 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 really tough right they don't know what to do correct like he is the one who tries to drug the blind guy he's the one who's like as soon as he starts that little he makes that little chemical thing no oh, yeah, yeah, setting yeah. it off and he well, comes up that's never like, revisited he's like where's well, asleep and he's super fucking loud about it and he yeah. fires a gun in the house and all that stuff and they're like what are you doing and then that's when the blind guy comes downstairs and then he immediately is like, you know, fuck you, man. And then the blind guy grabs him and then just shoots him in the fucking face. Yep. And he, then he, he goes poop. in like a minute of screen time mm-hmm. from being like, fuck you, you blind piece of shit, basically, to begging for his life. Correct. Correct. It's like a whole 180 degree turn because that's that. really who he is. Right. That is correct. And then at the end, when Alex dies... He dies trying to get the door open so Rocky can get away. He doesn't have that, like, scream cry moment or that, mm-hmm. like, begging moment. So, who was really the tougher yeah. character? They were all awful. They were all bad people. The less, the the only less good, evil of all of them came out mildly successful. The only good person in this whole movie, the only, like, totally good person is Rocky's little sister. <laughs> yeah, she's very sweet. <laughs> Who's just like coloring pictures and her mom's like, suck a dick. Wah, wah. Yeah. Won't you use that dick sucking money and buy me some pizza So while what? my shitty boyfriend sits on the couch shirtless and just stares at you. They all have dreads. <laughs> so what are we watching next week as we continue with uh, Wrong House? Also, uh, you mentioned last week, no, at the opening, you bumped in the opening that our movies kind of had like a seam like that runs together. Like the first will lead into the second was the lead from the, from week one to today. They're both blind. Yes. Okay. So there's not a blind person in the third. That was my next. So the next one will be, there's some other, maybe it takes place in Detroit or there's some other. Actually, it does take place in Detroit. Okay. That's that's not the link link I was going with, but we'll go with that one. Okay. So it's another new, it's another Detroit movie. What are we watching? We're going to watch Barbarian. Barbarian. When did that come out? uh, Like 2022. So it's like super new. It came out like last year. So how long is it? Uh, I think it's like an hour and forty minutes or something like that. So it's all these movies are fairly short. So we'll talk about that um, next week. I guess. Did you like this movie? I did. It was interesting. It took a lot of twists and turns. There had a lot of the jump scares. It was a traditional. Hmm. That wasn't traditional, but I mean, it was an interesting. It had you in the air, juice. Yeah. You were like super into this. Movie. I don't want to say slasher. But it kind of was because everything's kind of done in black and white for a little while, and it's it was it was a good well, movie. We didn't even it was talk a good about horror the movie, monochrome like under 
ground like basement chase in the dark oh yeah shit because like he's blind it doesn't he doesn't fucking matter to him so he just immediately kills the lights and chases Mm -hmm. them through the basement which is like a goddamn maze um which may be the scariest scene of the whole movie which also made me be like why would he have that if he was blind but you know what it's fine it's whatever so i mean it (laughs) um would you watch this with your mom no i think there's a lot of there'd be a lot of judgment and a lot of wait huh what it was a little too violent for uh, older generation set uh, my mom loves this movie well your mom is younger <laughs> than my mother by a significant uh, amount um, significant now, would you watch it with your kids yeah i think so i don't know if i would watch it again because all the fun is in all like the twists that you don't see coming so I don't know if like it would be as enjoyable for it's, me, but it might be fun to watch. It's them. more fun the second time watching other people react. Gotcha. To it. Okay. Like that, it's so fucking good for that. So, cool. um, but yeah, quickly I will just say, tons of action. Um, it is fairly revolutionary. It does the inverse of what his Evil Dead movie did. Like his Evil Dead movie, everyone was like, "Oh, um, it's a remake. It's uh, super bloody." And he took this movie and was like, how about you do something original? Yes. Um, something that is more suspenseful. Mm-hmm. This movie's not that bloody. Yeah. Right? Um, I mean, Fede Alvarez is a really good director. Um, there's killing. Yes, he shoots money in the face. Oh, yeah. He shoots Alex. The, about the dog chases her through the fucking oratory i mean there's some fucking good lines in this i don't movie. think they're really because they're they're so quiet throughout most of it do you know like I'm, i've been sitting here thinking as you've been going through the rest and i'm like what because <sighs> they, they they're silent like they don't even scream when they get hurt because they're trying to like you know confuse the blind man all right well he whatever. has all the best that's, lines that's typically our he has all of the best lines. But even then, uh, uh, that, right. um, that one's weak for me. But whatever. That doesn't change the fact that I think it's an exploitation movie. Fantasy, yes. I hope so. Fornication, yes. Kind of. I mean, there's the like, there's the birth thing and the, you know, bring a child. Thing. That's not really fornication, you know, I guess. Um, I found that? this out for you. I think you might be interested. Okay. Um, so this movie was theoretically inspired by the real life killing of Haley Kiefer, K-I-F-E-R, and Nicholas Brady in 2012. Uh, Kiefer was 18, and her cousin Brady was 17, and they broke into the home of Byron David Smith, who was a retired 64-year-old loner in Little Falls, Minnesota. Smith, armed with a Ruger Mini-14, shot the teen separately as they entered the basement where he was hiding, and later stating to police he was worried about them being armed. After shooting them, he repeatedly taunted them why they were injured, and then shot them again until they were dead. He did not report that he had killed them until the day after the murders and kept their corpses in a closet. That's hot. On April 29th of 2014, he was found guilty of two counts of premeditated first-degree murder. Yeah. Life in prison without the possibility of parole. See, he's the bad guy. So, yes. But this is, um, he's one of those guys that, like, it's like a Jordan Belfort situation mm-hmm. from The Wolf of Wall Street. Like, they're all bad. Everyone's like, well, he's cool, though. It's like, yeah, but he's a fucking monster person. Yeah, you're missing the point. Like, he's a hurt, crazy fucking monster person. Like, you're not supposed to want him to succeed. Yep. You're not supposed to be like, yay. Agreed. Um, The original ending of the movie Mm -hmm. uh, would have been Rocky not getting out of the house. He would have locked her up in the cell. The police would have came. They wouldn't have heard her. And they would have left with her leg stuck down there. 
And that would have been the end of the movie. Damn, son. And they were like, we can't do that. <laughs> we we can't we can't be doing all that. Um, that's going to that's going to be a lot for people to deal with. And God bless Stephen Lang, who I think is the acting MVP of this movie. I love um, Jane Levy. I think she's really great. She's so likable in this movie. But yeah. Stephen Lang fucking knocked it out of the park. He wore contact lenses that, that you could milky. see yeah. in the fucking dark scenes. He couldn't see glow. shit. He was actually blind when he put them in. Yeah, those, like, the, the ones like the Boulay brothers, those milky white ones are really hard to see through. Most people say that, like, it gives them a migraine if you even try. Yeah, like, he wore them for shooting. That's wild. Well, it was so. a good movie. So what are we watching next week? We never said the name. What are we watching? We did. Barbarian. Oh, that's right. Okay, never mind. So we're watching Barbarian next week. Uh, are there any trigger warnings or anything we need to worry about for next week's episode? Um, I don't. If you thought this movie was crazy, yeah, this movie was crazy. Next week might be even crazier. Okay, <laughs> Barbarian. All right. Well, until then, I'm Josh, and I'm Cindy, and I'm still his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs>